0: At WWDC in June, Apple will reveal iOS and iPadOS 17. What will Apple introduce in the new operating systems? Maybe a bit more than we expected. We'll talk about the possibilities on the iPhone and iPad coming up on the show. Stick around. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. Our WWDC previews continue, and this week we're talking about the next version of iOS and iPadOS, which is version 17. Uh, we're getting more reports about what we can see in iOS and iPadOS, so we thought we'd go over some of those today. Uh, in the past, we heard that iPadOS and iOS were going to get, I don't know, minor is minor the correct one? Word minor updates, but as more reports come out,
1: it's sounding a little more major. Well, it's it's majorly minor, we'll say.
2: (laughs) So this is one of those things where like Apple hasn't even acknowledged the existence of these things, right? So the, the rumor mill gets ahead of itself sometimes, and I think they tried to say, "Hey, don't expect any." quote major new features like the customizable lock screen we got last year and 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 people took that to mean like oh it's just going to be a maintenance release but it's like no it's going to be full of features they're just going to be features within and and design changes within apps that are just and, and and the os and at the os level that just aren't a whole new pillar <laughs> of the os right and we also heard that they were so busy with XR OS, the the OS for the reality headset, that there's less development effort. There's less bandwidth to work on new stuff for iOS and iPad OS. But I mean, we hear about all these features coming up, and it's sort of like a laundry list of like, oh, I I've been wanting that. It's it's not a huge thing. It's just something I really wish it had
0: done. That, <laughs> always done this. Yeah, I should clarify, Apple doesn't comment on, you know, on products that are in development, beta products, whatever. So, the idea that Apple was going to do minor updates was sort of an interpretation made by media and
1: analysts and, you know, whatnot. Yeah, it it started, so um, Mark Gurman from Bloomberg said it um, first, and then a couple others kind of echoed that. But, It's almost like a a bit of a of a response to the last couple releases. So iOS 16 brought the customizable lock screen, which is a major change. iOS 15 wasn't much. iOS 14 had the had the had the app library, which is also a a major change. So I think it was more of just like setting expectations. Like this is going to be more of a smaller update. You're going to update your phone in September, and it's not going to be like this major new thing that you need to you know learn. So, a lot of these changes are going to be within
0: apps. Uh, should we just go over some of the apps we've heard that going on? So, like, one of the major changes is going to happen in the wallet app?
1: Yep, which makes sense because there's been a push lately. Apple Pay Later, um, Apple, Apple Savings, for lack of a better word, Apple's financial push is definitely kind of kicking into a different gear and redesigning that wallet app to get people to use it more to for it to be more intuitive, a little bit simpler to use, something that like is a destination that you're gonna go to whenever you have to make a payment. And the last couple of years
2: before that, uh this push into passes and keys. Car keys, home keys, stuff like that, and, and passes and stuff, and tickets and stuff, and that's very I mean, they've had things like your airline ticket forever, but like more of a push into that area. And that's so different than credit cards and debit cards that it's probably time to redesign the wallet app with some tabs and stuff like that which is apparently what they're doing tabs for cards keys ids now that now that there's like state official ids in in certain states and stuff your driver's licenses and stuff they need categories for these things so that they're just not all one big list
1: yeah, I mean, honestly, the wallet app wasn't really a wallet until recently. It was just a place to make payments. Now it has licenses, it has keys, it has, uh, you know, loyalty cards, all that stuff. Like everything is there. So yeah, the from what we've seen in in renders, um, there's going to be a bottom navigation and a top navigation to make it a little bit quicker and easier to find the things that you're looking for.
0: There are also changes happening to the health app in conjunction with the apple watch apple's making more of an effort
1: in that fitness space yeah the health app was only on iphone is only on iphone for whatever reason and the rumor is that it's coming to the watch is coming to the ipad so redesigning it makes a lot of sense because now you're rethinking how it looks on larger and smaller screens so it is going to be from what we saw like little boxes for each of the like steps for example so You know, you can kind of extrapolate that bigger on an iPad and also smaller on an Apple Watch. So, that makes a a lot of sense based on what we've seen. You know, similar stuff. Curious. We'll we'll talk
2: about watchOS in another uh, podcast update, but I'm curious to see what they'll do with the watch because it's kind of – a lot of the stuff that's in the health app is on the watch in separate apps that gather those things, but watchOS is getting a big change. I haven't – heard this but i would hope that health is coming to the mac as well if they're going to start making it sync to your ipad and then they have to do all this sort of encrypted data syncing and stuff like that there's really no reason that that can't be an app that lives on your your mac as well
0: reportedly changes to control center which hasn't really undergone any changes since it was released i think yeah,
2: i know it's the same as it's been forever it gets new controls every now and then but it it looks and operates exactly the same and i can't tell you how many people i know with iphones that just do not even know it exists
1: right agreed yeah
2: and if you try and tell them how to get to it they without
1: fail pull down their notifications first there's that (laughs) every time and that. even like when you're using it, like my mom had a problem with Wi-Fi or her home Wi-Fi the other day. So I told her, like, pull down and tap on Wi-Fi. But if you tap on it, it turns it off. Like, no, no, don't have to. You have to hold it and open it. Like, it's 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 a whole thing. So it, it needs a, a bit of like uh, someone to l- take a hard look at it to see how this thing could be way more user-friendly and more customizable. Because there's a lot of it right now that's just static. You can't even do anything with it
2: yeah i mean you can add and remove things from your control center you can kind of reorder it but not move it exactly uh yeah you can't do things like brightness and stuff yeah not enough people know about it and i think there's too many things that require a long press and that just confounds regular people they don't know you haven't like apple doesn't teach you about long pressing you don't get it and even when you try and tell somebody they don't they don't do it right (laughs)
1: and it's usually like not usually but some of the like are backwards like the wi-fi thing I was saying like you should press it and it should open tap it to open long press to turn it off most of the times you do not want to turn it off so the the thing that you don't instinctively do should uh you know align with the with the control that you're not using that often but it's the opposite same thing with dyna- uh the uh what is that thing called the, the dynamic island
2: the dynamic islands like music player. And stuff is backwards. Yeah, it's it's hold to get a view of it and tap to go to the app. And it's like, no, it should be the other way. You just tap it to get your your view.
0: Speaking of dynamic island, there's some changes or new features for dynamic island, although I don't think there were specifics about it. Or at least I don't recall any specifics. No,
2: but anything. it's apparently going to come to the regular iPhone 15s. So it would make sense that at least for the next, and it's brand new, so it makes sense that at least for the next couple of years, uh, Apple expands what Dynamic Island does. It's we we all kind of when we saw it said this is going to be a thing that defines Apple's you know interface experience. This is going to be an Apple thing. It's going to get copied, and it's going to be one of those things that like this is this is an iPhone thing. This is it's going to work like this, and so it's slowly going to happen. Both in hardware, as more things is more hardware gets it, but also software, it's gonna more software is gonna integrate with it. I would hope to see it be more of an Apple thing than just an iPhone thing. I'd I'd love to see it come to an iPad or something, but
0: oh, we could see more lock screen improvements, like uh, Apple
1: Music lyrics appearing on the lock screen, font size, Uh, sharing sharing of um. Custom lock screens to with, with like like they do with Apple Watch faces, yeah. Well, like I don't never done that. Quality of life improvement. <laughs> I've never done them either, but I'm sure someone is somewhere.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of sort of uh, rumored things that are just they're not explicit. Explicit like camera app changes. Okay, but 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 what are they like? <laughs> like good and we expect it, but what, what? what
1: are they? Notification changes. Yeah, they always they always do something with notifications. That's one of those perpetual features that they'll that never going to end. It's never going to get perfect. It's never going to be perfect.
0: The feature I'm most excited about is
1: the infinitely adjustable flashlight brightness. Like you might be kidding about that, but honestly, I am too because I hate that there's only four settings.
2: <laughs> I have never in my life used any setting other than the brightest. If I, I need I, the flashlight, yeah. I I just want it all the way up. I don't I don't that's all I want. I just want it to always default to the brightest setting or something or remember it i don't i don't know
0: i wish it were brighter
2: <laughs> yeah i've never turned it on and wanted it to be anything other than 100 percent.
1: right what else is there there's uh a renaming of app library folders is one that i would like to actually happen they said they said that and as
2: long as that also comes with them not reordering themselves because they also the folders move all except the first one the suggestions move around your brain doesn't work like that your brain learns locations of things you just tap like the the second one on the right and then the top one in the middle is my this app and but your app library doesn't work like that it's frustrating as hell
1: it it like they reposition themselves based on what you've used recently and yeah there's it's i like you have to spend couple seconds looking at the screen when you brings up to say, all right, where is where is this folder?
2: Right. There's suggestions, recently added, and then everything else just jumbles around.
1: I rarely use App Library because I had already created my own folders. and I use it all the time because my, I only have one home screen that has a couple of the apps that I use the most and a couple of widgets and then I'm I'm always going over to that App Library and like jason says it's it's super annoying and frustrating that it, like i never know what i'm going to get when i when i swipe up when i swipe over there
0: yeah i think i would use it more if it was had
1: more
2: flexibility there's all kinds of weirdness about how things get categorized like there's an other category that includes things like home and nest and stuff like that but also weirdly like like i have a couple of guitar apps on there uh, and it includes those those are not productivity or entertainment for some reason or utilities, so I don't know why they're in there. There's both a games category and an arcade category for Apple arcade games and the same app will appear in both. And it, it's just a, it's just maddening. It's It's a great idea. I love hey, let me take things off my home screen, and put them over here. but I just want the list. I want the alphabetical list you get when you tap when you tap the search bar, you get an alphabetical list. Just make that the default, and let me get folders if I feel like it. Like, uh, maybe and maybe that'll come. Maybe this, those are the scale of changes that they're talking about here. Like where well, they already have a list, and maybe there's a setting in settings that says default to list view, uh, it's a checkbox.
1: Yeah, Problem that would solved. that would be that'd be cool. Uh, they're speaking of search. There are some rumors that. Spotlight search is also getting an upgrade again, which they do every single year. I use Spotlight search all the time to find things on my phone. I never use it for anything that's not on my phone. Like I know it's like a it's like a little search bar, a little browser search bar in its own right. I I never use that, but uh, Apple really wants me to, and I they they keep adding these features and making it look nice and have richer text results and things. I, I don't know if that's ever going to be a thing people do. I search, i mean, I—I I must search 150 things a day. I open Safari to do it all the time.
2: Yeah, I only use it to find apps. Like if it's not on my home screen, which only has a handful of apps, then I just use Spotlight. I don't need because App Library frustrates me. Um, or things like something in Messages. I hey, I know this person said this thing. And I'll type a couple words and it'll pop me right to that part of messages or something. But like you said, something on my phone. I'm never using web searches or anything like that. And I I should because some of it's better than other search. Like If you search for flight info in Spotlight, you get this nice card with like the flight name and its arrival time and all that other kind of stuff. For some reason, if you ask Siri the same information, you don't get that. And I can't understand it. It's been years. I don't understand that. But there's stuff like that. There's some really good presentation of information from Spotlight. And I don't use it. So maybe maybe this improvement is the one that will get me to just start using that for everything.
0: Uh, we could also get some additional always-on display settings. Uh, again, we don't have specifics on that. I still use an iPhone 13 Pro Max. so I haven't been had the experience of an always-on display, I'm sure I would vastly enjoy it once I finally do upgrade my phone.
2: Probably the biggest feature is one that we won't enjoy here in the U.S. I was about to segue to that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's um, side-loading slash maybe. That also includes alternate app stores or or something, I don't know. Uh, But some means of getting apps not in Apple's app store with payments not through Apple's in-app purchases um that is required to comply with the Digital Markets Act in the UK in the UK in the EU and it is expected to be only in the EU and i i think a lot of users are going to try to find a workaround like a way to fake your location um there there's some new under the hood stuff just found in the recent iOS betas like i like 16.5 betas and stuff around determining where your iPhone is through means other than your region settings in your in in the settings app and and it's expected that they'll use that to comply with various local laws and stuff like that you know because there are There already are different ones like that. But you can just change your region and they don't want people just changing their region. They want it to be automatic and simpler and also more foolproof. And I think that's probably going to be one of those things where there's going to be a concerted effort among fans to try and find a way to go who who are not in the EU to go, how do I make my phone think it's in the EU long enough for me to sideload an app and then can I – come back
0: and the app will still work. (laughs) I don't know. I might be going on a trip to Europe later this year. So I'm wondering would sideloading be able if I simply just go over to the
1: UK? We don't, we don't actually know. I don't know. Like, like if you travel overseas with the exact same phone and the same Mm -hmm. Apple ID. Right. I don't know. That would be interesting.
2: And I don't know if that comply, if not, does that still comply with the law? Does the law only apply to, does it apply to humans who live in the EU who have bought it? In which case, do you need to let them sideload when they travel out of the EU? Like it, there's a whole bunch of quite uh, details like that I don't understand, but it seems Apple will never do this. They'll, they'll go, they'll lift any size boulder not to have to just tear off the band-aid and Make this available everywhere.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening in iOS 17. We'll definitely hear more about it in the weeks to come. But iPad OS 17 is also coming out. There was actually a reveal today that was pretty interesting about
1: iPad OS 17. A couple of days ago, we just got around to writing it today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it helps make the iPad Pro become more of a I guess pro device. Someone on Twitter named Analyst941 that has leaked a ton of stuff leading up to WWDC. So they they're kinda we're gonna find out if they're accurate or not, because there's a lot of very specific things that they started with. And, you know, well so we'll find out very soon. But it seems as though that they're plugged into something within Apple, because the things that they're leaking are pretty specific and not like you know, things that you would necessarily care about, <laughs> for lack of a better word. So, this is stage manager stuff. So, stage manager started out in iOS uh, I 16, a little bumpy, um, a lot of bugs, a lot of issues. It's gotten better over the last couple of, you know, uh, uh, updates, but it's still not – I don't know exactly, but I'm going to assume it's not something that people – that most people are using for a variety of reasons but this report says that coming in ios uh, ipad iOS 17 a bunch of little features that make it seem like apple is really serious about making this the only way to multitask on your ipad at some point right now there's you can still use all that old stuff if you want and there's also stage manager i'm going to assume that probably not this year but maybe in a year or two all those go away and it's stage manager or nothing
2: i do think uh apple does need to there are too many ways to multitask and i don't think most people are clear about how to do most of them so they do need to unify this uh and stage manager has been met with a cool enough reception that i i'm glad they haven't done it yet (laughs) but yeah they do need they do need to have just one simple powerful clear way to multitask on
1: your ipad so among the features, this um rumor talks about uh support for webcams on external monitors which is a nice one so that means if you plug in your ipad pro to an external monitor and that external monitor has a webcam like like studio display for example you'll be able to use that rather than using having to go back to your ipad for for video calls um simultaneous audio video streams dock resizing on an external display which is more mac like the ability to run an external display while your ipad is off. Which is also another one, like you can cl- you can shut that down, but still run it. So, like all of those things together, it sounds like it's Stage Manager is going to take a bit of a leap, and I assume Apple will also iron out some of the some of the other not bugs, but some of the other kind of like issues that that it had with resizing windows and knowing which window is prominent, things like that. I'm sure they'll rethink some of that stuff as well. So this could be. You know, like that kind of next step for Stage Manager that we need because if that doesn't happen and it goes another year like this, people are just gonna not just gonna start ignoring it. Um it's also of
2: course expected to get all of the stuff that come into iOS that's necessary to um, comply with the Digital Markets Act, things like browsers not having to use WebKit and sideloading apps and stuff like that. Um but it's supposedly going to get customizable lock screens, which we got on the iPhone last year. Yeah. This is not the first time they've (laughs) done that. App library and stuff like that were also famously a year later on them. Yeah, widgets waited a year. Speaking of widgets, one of the things, uh, one of the rumors around iOS And maybe this is true of, of iPad OS as well, is that interactive widgets is one of the things they're fooling with. And it may or may not make it, but right now all a widget will do is open an app and, and it can have a widget can have sections and you might tap on it and it takes you directly to that section of the app, but there can be no controls directly on the widget. Uh, and that is, they're apparently working out whether or not they can make that a thing. And and what limits there'll be on it and so on.
0: So kind of tied into the new version of iPad OS, there, there's a rumor floating
1: around that there's gonna be a new 14-inch iPad Pro. The iPad Pro is not none of the iPads really are expected to get updated this year. So this would be 2024. Um and they're saying that yeah, there's gonna be a new 14-inch. We had heard maybe 16, maybe 14, so this one says 14. Um, so twelve point nine and fourteen point one. I guess that's different enough. I mean, they have eleven and twelve point nine. Those are that's a larger gap in my mind. But okay, maybe they get rid of the twelve point nine. I don't know. But uh, along with that, it would have an M M three Pro processor and dual external display support, which uh, the M three Pro, the M two Pro has, the M two. Doesn't right, Roman. The M2 you can only run one with Thunderbolt. If you take away HD, if you take HDMI out of the picture, I think the M2 processor is still only one external display.
2: Yeah, I don't so think you can M- change right. displays right. on the regular M2. You need
1: so a, a yeah. You need a pro. Yeah, a pro. Right. So this rumor says that that iPad would get an M3 Pro, and. Uh, with that the the ability to run like uh, two displays at the same time which you know right now would be ridiculous overkill but it kind of like lends you to think that all right so maybe apple has like serious plans for what the ipad is going to become in the next couple of years along with the stage manager rumors the larger ipad rumors the m3 pro rumors, is like that's all building towards maybe something or 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 maybe not <laughs> 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 like we've also been down this road many times before
2: yeah
0: true
1: so with these
0: new OSs coming out apple often updates its compatibility list do we know what version 17 of these two operating
1: systems are going to run on initially we had heard that the iphone 10 and the iphone 8 would be dropped which was surprising and now the late the later rumors say that that's not the case and all of the same phones that support ios 16 will support iOS 17. So iOS 16 drops support for the uh, iPhone seven and the iPhone 6s. So reportedly this one will leave everything. So it'll be the iPhone eight and basically the iPhone eight and everything after that.
2: It wouldn't have surprised me uh, if it, Like every, I mean, they already, they're supporting, what is it, six years worth of iPhones or something like that? (laughs) If, and, and every new year to drop the oldest one on the list is still keeping that same span of compatibility. And that's, and it's better than everybody else's and it's what we've had for a while. So,
1: yeah, it's definitely better than everyone else's. Um, it would, I mean, yeah, you're right in the sense that, Every year you drop one, but on I mean, the also if there's not like a major new feature that needs that higher quality chip there's no reason to not write whatever it is yeah, so um that's the rumor now on the ipad side it's it's been reported that the for the first time the first generation of the iPad pro, which is a nine point seven inch from Oof, 2015, 2016, I don't remember, but the, the, the first gen 9.7 inch iPad and the first gen 12.9 inch iPad, which use an A9X processor, that they will lose support, which makes sense if we're talking about higher quality features, maybe, well, stage manager didn't support it on those anyway, so whatever, it, maybe the lock screen is the thing, who knows, there's something that doesn't run properly on that processor the iPhone already doesn't, the iOS 16 doesn't support any A9 phone. So it makes sense if that's the feature. Say say it's the lock screen. Maybe it just needs a little bit more RAM, a little bit more graphics power, whatever it del- brings with the A10. And also the, a, the uh, fifth generation iPad, which is also an A9, that's also allegedly losing support. So just three iPads and they're pretty old. They're going back seven years at this point. So I mean, if there's one thing that Apple delivers year after year, it's impressive compatibility. I mean, Android phones, you're lucky if you go back three years. I think Samsung goes back three, Google goes back three. Apple goes back, you know, at minimum five, usually six, and sometimes seven.
2: A lot of them say – a lot of the Android phones say something like, like two years of updates and three or four years of security updates or some nonsense like that. And if you want to count security updates, Apple goes way back, (laughs) right? Because there's always some version of like iOS 14 point something when there's a major security issue they have to address.
1: Right. It's not a a monthly or even a regular thing, but they will patch a known flaw. Yeah, critical security things. Going back a couple of years, yeah.
0: Even though older devices may be able to run the newer operating systems, that doesn't necessarily mean that all the features will be available. Because some some of the features require
1: certain hardware requirements and they just won't be available. Yeah, every year. So I'll use Stage Manager again as an example. Um, That was limited to... At first, it was limited to M1 which was only just a handful. Then they went back to the A12 X and Z from uh, 2018, but that was it. So anything before that on the iPad side, you you uh, you couldn't use. And there were a bunch of others. I think continuity continuity camera, I believe, requires the A12. So there's a there's a there's a always a handful of features that need a little bit more RAM, a little bit more uh, GPU, a little bit more CPU to run properly, and they just they don't support older phones. A lot of this stuff
2: that uses the neural engine like live text and visual lookup and and pulling a subject out of an image and stuff like that require at least that version of things that had the neural engines like an iPhone XR or something like that. There's, there's, and there's, you know, every time Apple does something like that, it's there's a genuine reason. It may not be obvious. Um, A lot of times it's like amount of RAM or something that that most people don't know even what their phone has. (laughs)
0: That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 839. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the lives in the world of Apple. See you next time! My neighbor has chickens now and
2: oh good lord.
0: Well, it's actually kind of nice. They're their hens. So she didn't get a rooster because she said that um she didn't want the rooster crowing in the morning. But you can hear the chickens in the backyard. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> and she's given us like a dozen eggs so far. It's nice. Oh
2: yeah. That's everybody who gets chickens underestimate. It's just like people who plant tomatoes; they grossly underestimate how many tomatoes yes. they are going to have.
1: Yes, I All would right. like a neighbor to give me free eggs. I would. I would. It's like nice. To... It's yeah, kind of nice.
0: Fresh, <laughs> fresh eggs fresh are the egg. best. Like, yeah. we, we
1: have we have some farms around here, but they're like eight dollars a dozen. Like, oh yeah, so that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're even more than the like. Yeah, they're charging yeah. a premium
2: over the stores.
0: Yeah. Right.